This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Bradaloni Chardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1012. There won't be many more. <laughs> it's February 2nd, 2023. 48 degrees on this day in 1991. And then in 1996 on this day. It was 32 below. And in 2016 on this day, nine inches of snow. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight, you know, you fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense. After each introduction, your mayor should have said, Joe maybe. Fired. Maybe. <laughs> fired. The Canadian marmot saw his shadow today. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Nice marmot. Nice marmot. What are you, a park ranger? <laughs> this is from Tim. Four things you probably didn't know about Punxsutawney Phil. Oh, this ought to be good. Punxsutawney Phil is named Punxsutawney Phil Sowerby. Hmm. Is that he like does, naming the uh, the plows? He does not actually live in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. He lives in Gobbler's Knob, which is about two miles southeast of Punxsutawney. Can we say that on the podcast? He is brought into town before sunrise on Feb 2, along with his wife, Phyllis, and daughter, Felicia, by a secretive group known as the Inner Circle. They're just like the Vulcans. Right. The Inner Circle is a select group of men who dress in top hats and tuxedos and take care of Phil year-round. However, the Evening Sun newspaper in Hanover, Pennsylvania, pulled back the cover on this secretive society in 2015. As it turns out, the Inner Circle decides in advance whether or not Punxsutawney Phil will see his shadow. The entire event is scripted for dramatic effect, much like Al Gore's climate predictions. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute, though. It's fixed. No, the thing physically has to go out there, and it's in the sun. How can they fix it? I don't know how they do that. Sees the shadow or not. The groundhog is also known as a woodchuck. Other names for this mammal are ground pig, whistle pig, thickwood badger, Canadian marmot, Weenusk, Red Monk, and Land Beaver. Prior to the Groundhog Day Mm. movie in 1993, the crowds for the ceremony were about 2,000 people. Since then, they have averaged between 10,000 and 20,000. Wow. So it's a a big deal. Did you see the very sad Quebec news? No. Oh no! The, they they do the same thing there, and they have a groundhog who was found dead overnight. In oh his no! Home. Ah, ah, yes. ah, Terrible! Did he hang yeah. himself? No, he had a Fred <laughs> Fred Le Marmot is his name. He's oh, yeah. Apparently, somewhat famous, and every spring and was it uh, one of those David Carradine deals? 
Did he have a bullet hole in his forehead? Who was the third baseman for the Cincinnati John Reds? Nobody else. Who was my favorite athlete? His glasses were Chris taped Sable. up. Chris, Chris Sable, Sable yeah. was my favorite professional Pete athlete. Rose. Remind me why? Because he minded his P's and Q's. He wasn't a spendthrift. He drove a cheap car. That's right. He had his glasses taped up, and he was saving his money. I now have a new favorite professional athlete. I know who Uh-oh. he is. Chad Ochocinco yes. Johnson. <laughs> he said he has saved 83% of his NFL earnings. Nice. Good job. This guy ought to be the role model in every school, every college in the country. Put away $100 every paycheck. <laughs> what was well, his motivation? Kenny, he could afford to do more than that. He uh, earned $50 million oh, in his NFL career, 80% and he still that. has most of it. That's like $30 million? 40, $40 He regularly million? bought fake jewelry, and he flew commercial. <laughs> oh, I see what's Fly private? Here. I ain't flying private, he He's said. He's a cheapskate. Put me on spirit, exit row, window seat. That's all I need as long as I get from point A to B. I don't need private. Ocho Cinco was rightly regarded as one of the best receivers in the game when he was playing. He His superb play combined with his antics made him a household name. Uh, he's never gotten caught up in excess purchases. Good for him. If you can get to a point in your career where your name becomes bigger than anything you can purchase, there's your value, he said. I never bought anything when I was playing. Never. What was the point? I went to Claire's for what? What am I doing it for? What's Claire's? What do you go to Claire's for, Joe? I don't even Probably know. Probably to get his ears pierced. Jewelry and That's whatnot. a woman's clothing store. I went to Claire's for what? What am I going don't to do pierce it your for? Ear. The women are going to deal with you anyway because of who you are. And then the other women who are already doing their homework done Googled how much you make already. Why am I buying a $50,000 watch? Everybody is caught up in image and looking a certain way and being rich. Uh, to me, it's pointless. You know how hard it is to live like that all the time, consistently, and be fly every day? Boy, he really thought about this, didn't uh, he? Uh... In all, he estimates he saved 83% of his earnings with thrifty spending. He has been known to give four-figure tips for a quick meal, but they're at drive through joints. <laughs> wow. That's, you yeah. He made six Pro Bowls and two All-Pro teams. And every bit, when you see him now, and he's got the watch on and the jewelry, that's all just cheap it's stuff. Fake. No, it's fake. Well, you know what? I think that's to be, I think he's commendable. May I ask a Joe Souchere question? Yes. It's In the last 20 years, probably hundreds of players in the same situation. Why is that a news story? Mm. Well, yeah. Because uh, I will bet you any amount of money you want to bet that he is very unique. I I doubt it. Well, I don't I doubt, doubt it. it. If oh, there's I'm 53 doubt. players on each team, I don't doubt it 20, at all. 20 of them have done the same thing. The reason it's a news story is because yeah. you never encounter anybody like this who's willing to tell well, you, I've saved virtually every penny I made, no, and here's how I did it. I, I disagree. I well, you're wrong. I'm not story. arguing with you. <laughs> John, have you seen the 30 for 30 on I broke? have, yes. Yeah. On who? I, on, it's called broke. Yeah. Basically broke. saying how all, all all these different NFL players have wasted every cent they Well, it's earned. not all. They, about 20 people. No, I said how all of these different, not not meaning all is in the whole league. I meant yeah, all of I these mean, different. Every team has 20, 30 John, I think you're being uh, disingenuously naive. I'm just trying to... I... <laughs> I Joe think what Sushi he's saying makes naive. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think you're what, naive. What he's saying makes perfect sense. Of course he's right. Who? 
John, Thank you, you really think... Nate, uh, do you think just uh, Justin Jefferson is salting away every nickel he makes? No, but I bet I, some I no unheard idea. of guy in the front line is. How, how about Adam Thielen? How about uh, you know? Uh, how about uh, I don't know who's a linebacker? Quick name a linebacker, Chris uh, for the Vikings. Um, uh, Scott Dick Studwell, Barkus. Eric Kendricks, Scott Studwell, Eric Hendricks. center line uh, blocker. Well, anyway, middle, I, middle line. Maybe John's right. Well, maybe I know that isn't. Tommy's good for a bar appearance every Viking game. <laughs> yeah, Tommy Kramer. Still <laughs> how got much it. money do you think poor Tommy squirreled away? <laughs> well, he's much. one of them on your team, but but the there is a story that came out, I believe, in twenty. 20- <laughs> 20 or 2021 on Gronkowski he lived very much the same lifestyle. I was going to send it to you Joe but I don't want to I don't want to back up John in this well, case. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> you you want to burst my bubble all the no, time. No, I love this you story. Know, they, you know what? That's fine. You go ahead and pop that bubble. I'm Gronkowski. But I'm telling you that Ocho Cinco uh, has my uh uh, what's the Seal of I, approval? Yes. He sounds like a really boring guy. Gronkowski, <laughs> though, on the other hand, are you saying he saved his money? He hasn't spent a nickel of either his signing bonuses or his career earnings. He's he only lived s- off marketing money. He doesn't wow. seem like the kind That's of guy. That's what Tiger only lived off yeah, that you're marketing right. money. That's right. But isn't his image one of uh, let it rain? Yes. But I think Tiger lost a few bucks. <sighs> yeah, letting it rain. <laughs> I'm looking at an entire story here that lists four people off the top, including Rob Gronkowski, who saved over 70% of what they earned in the NFL. Well, you found four, huh? Well, that's... That's pretty Jeez, good. Now I'm going to find the ones that are wasted. It's not honest. like Chicago, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you found 20 four. guys. <laughs> you don't think that there's linemen that are doing just this right now because yeah, they know their they time made, I, in the I, league I, will be limited? Like a Tim Irwin. But, you know, Ochocinco was a superstar who made way more than any lineman ever made. How about Marshawn Lynch? How about Kirk Cousins? How about Glover Quinn? Jordy Nelson? Andrew Luck? Carl Nassib? Rob Gronkowski? Darius Hayward Bay? Derek Morgan? There's a whole story here. I got your back, Joe. I see his... According to bankingrates.com. I didn't mean for this to become a controversy. Well, when you're wrong, like you are. I like Dr. Cinco's attitude. When you're wrong, it needs to be pointed out. This is from. uh, I'm sorry, Chris, but it's just because once in a while you say to me, why is this a news story? I I wanted to do it back. Oh, a little taste. So there's two different (laughs) stories. One is from Go Banking Rates, and the other one is from Forbes. And it says, for many football stars, money goes just as quickly as it comes. According to Sports Illustrated and Forbes, nearly four out of five former NFL players either go bankrupt or suffer severe financial distress within two years of retirement. I rest but my most, case. But, well, that's <laughs> not the case, though, because most of them don't make the money that Jojo Cinco makes. Most Isn't of them that what Joe said? Very minimal salary. Yeah, they're living paycheck to paycheck like the rest I of mean, us. They don't make $80 million. In their career. Do they need to do a show tomorrow? <laughs> do, do they have to write later this afternoon? <laughs> Carl Bear, our friend in Northfield, who brought yes. us some very neat homemade items. Yes, 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 yes. He, you know where they are? He says, we began our cruise in Fiji on January 21. The ship has visited Vanuatu, Solomon Islands, Papua New Guinea, Australia, and today East Timor. This country only became independent in 2002 after being at war with Japan, Portugal, Indonesia, and Australia for 27 years. Mostly at war with Indonesia, which controls 75% of the island of Timor. 
Your favorite pope, JP2, visited here in 1989 in an effort effort to make peace, which failed. East Timor is 98% Catholic, and they they were inspired to build this large statue and monument to commemorate the visit by His Holiness, and he sent me a a picture of the statue. Tell me it's a good, is it a good? It's a nice statue. Okay, it's not like a bobblehead. It's not like a Martin Luther King statue. Okay, yeah, I didn't understand that. No Martin Luther King statue looks like Martin Luther King. No. Um, Confession to make. I had my two boys here the other day. Um, when we didn't have school. It might have even been MLK Day. I think it was. And um, they saw a lot of the things that Carl had made for you guys and the bookshelf where you could hide stuff, Yeah, that that came home with us. They thought that was the coolest thing they'd ever seen. So it's now sitting in my son's uh, bookshelf. So sorry to inform you. Today, okay. uh, I, won't, I won't dwell on it, but today if you, could, you might want to do Noted. yourself a favor and look up the book review in the Wall Street Journal, there's one every day. It's called Bookshelf. And on the opinion pages, a book is chosen and it's reviewed. And today it's called Cobalt Red. And it's uh, by Siddharth Kara. And it, the lead is, if you want to know what's being unleashed by the rush to mandate electric cars for a so-called clean energy transition... Read Cobalt Red. It will leave you almost as shaken as its author, Siddharth Kara, who braved lawless militia and state-backed soldiers in the Democratic Republic of Congo as he visited the fountainheads of the world's lithium battery supply chain. He is a professor of human trafficking and modern slavery at Nottingham University and a senior fellow at Harvard School of Public Health. And, uh, you know, he, he sounds just by that that he would be a candidate for an electric car, right? Mm-hmm. He, uh, <laughs> but he's not. And uh, it's a sad, it is really sad. And all of you self-congratulatory people who think you're saving the earth by buying one of these things, uh, I really recommend, if you don't read the book, read the review. And the children he came across uh, are destitute, ill uh, no pictures. He couldn't get a picture mm. because there are armed guards. Jeez. And it's called artisanal mining, which is obviously a public relations term. There's nothing artisanal about it. Uh, it says the heart of Mr. Kara's mission is to document the use of artisanal mining. That is human digging and toting by manual brute force rather than using trucks and backhoes. You're halfway through the book before Mr. Kara's bombshell. The artisanal share of the Congo's output, often dismissed as negligible, may exceed 30%. As the author warns, do not be fooled by the word artisanal. It's uh, far from pleasant mining activities conducted by skilled artisans. In place after place he visited, whether with official escorts or by surreptitious entry, what he saw was a hellscape of craters and tunnels patrolled by maniacs with guns. It was a lunar wasteland, a devastated landscape that resembled a battlefield after an aerial bombardment. (coughs) The reader senses that the author has been shell-shocked, not from the aesthetic carnage, but from seeing thousands of people mining by hand, hammer and shovel in vast open pits of feet deep. Most of the pits arrayed with hand-dug tunnels. Mr. Kerr reports visiting a typical mine 
where more than 3,000 women, children, and men shoveled, scraped, and scrounged under a ferocious sun in a haze of dust. Jeez. And uh, you're never going to see a 10-year-old on an oil rig, are you? No. Have you ever seen your children taken from you or or your mother accompanying the 8-year-old to go out and work on an oil rig? No. I'm unaware of it. No. Because they won't show it. Artisanal mining is a euphemism. It means nothing. Uh, But we live in a world now driven by the technology that requires these minerals. And... uh, it's being done under the most horrific of circumstances. So I just wanted to give you that day brightener. If you want to go to the Wall Street <laughs> yeah, Journal <okay>. site. <laughs> Positive Jeez. Thursday. It's called wow. uh, Cobalt Red. It's a book review on page A15, The Human Price of Cobalt. So I, w- I would recommend. How many opinions will change as a result of that? Mm, yeah. That's a good question. Thank uh, you. Many should. Many should. There, There is nothing for you to be gained by buying. Uh, and then I got a, a nasty email. Not nasty. He was all right. I got an email to the guy from from a guy today saying, you have no right to talk about EVs. You don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Well, yes, I do. I've driven them. And I, I know enough to know that I don't want one. And uh, he was very proud of his Tesla and he thinks but that's his right. And of course yeah, it is. And, fine. And, and anyone who wants one, you you go ahead. But boy, I would, I would make a list of the, uh, the concerns you think you're curing, versus the concerns the creation of the car creates. Right. The make a list of the conditions you think you are absolutely helping the earth and humans, versus the list of concerns. That the mining for the batteries creates. And I got to think that any reasonable, rational soul will think long and hard before plunking down an overpriced amount for a car with a battery that weighs 2,000 pounds. Oh, that's another stat I wanted out of this article. Uh, Okay. Three-fourths of the cobalt comes from Congo, a market share that's more than double OPEC's claim on oil. Now comes the electric vehicle's half-ton battery, each one using thousands of smartphones worth of minerals. Even at only 10% of global auto sales, electric vehicles have already pushed annual cobalt demand to 140 kilotons. It is expected to exceed 200 kilotons by 2026 as new battery factories come online and will explode from there when proposed EV mandates are supposed to kick in, many within the coming decade. Why cobalt? Because today's smartphones, laptops, leaf blowers, toys, and so much more owe their revolutionary portability to the advent of cobalt-infused lithium batteries. Up until the late 1990s, the uses for cobalt in magnets, dyes, inks, chemical catalysts, and little else required some 20 kilotons of the mineral a year, a relatively modest figure by mining standards, and one that had remained little changed over the previous three decades. Then the first lithium decade vaulted annual cobalt demand to 60 kilotons. And then I went on to read the rest of that. Where uh, demand will exceed 200 kilotons 
And a kiloton is a lot. That's all I know. Okay. That's a lot. Uh, give me the name of the book again, Cobalt. It's called Cobalt Red. Cobalt Red. Coming by, soon to Author's Corner? I know. I should read it. By Sidharth, S-I-D-D-H-A-R-T-H. Sidharth Kara, K-A-R-A. Right. St. Martin's Press. 274 pages, twenty nine ninety nine. Woo! Cobalt Red. What are you gonna do? In the meantime, uh, in the meantime, there's a new piece warning us off the gas stoves. You said kiloton, right? Mm-hmm. It's a thousand tons. Really? Seriously? Holy, Holy mackerel! Moly. It's a unit of weight equal to one thousand tons. Those kids don't have much of a life to look forward to. Wow. Uh, I think Jordy alerted me to this. From the Energy Department, we get proposed new efficiency rules for cooking devices. The Energy Department. What 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 significant characteristic defines the Energy Department? And think of how many people they employ and the building they occupy and what we pay for that and the computers and the copiers and the secretaries and the telephones and on and on and on and on. They've never produced one drop of energy. Well, you're, if you're looking for a characteristic you would want or what the government wants. Well, what the government wants, they're getting. Diversity. Right. But they don't produce. The Department of Energy in America has nothing to do with energy. No. doesn't produce energy. No. It produces people with meaning equity titles, meaningless equity titles. So now I guess uh, we have new efficiency standards for both electric and gas cooking tops. Uh, and we're going to set levels of energy use per year. Are we going to put catalytic converters on them? Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> a metric will ensure cooktops are produced to meet a certain level of energy efficiency. I can't read this. It, it printed incorrectly so that just means now our stoves are going to be inefficient yep. going to take forever to boil well, up some what, water you mean your electric stoves. i was thinking about this the other day so at what point then our gas fireplaces next Ooh. i would Everything imagine they're on the radar next. of unelected people and including your, oh, yeah, your furnace and your water heater and everything else even though every single one of them probably has one inside of their home mm-hmm the Supreme Court in Minnesota just ruled that the people at the unelected uh, environment, what do we call our EP, uh, local environmental group? The envir- what do we call that in Minnesota? Uh, uh, environmental Justice Squad? No. But there, there, there's the Supreme Court ruled that, yes, we can follow Chicago's rules. Of Chicago. California's, California's rules on uh, EV. yeah. EVs. Saw that yesterday. Uh, but they've got one more. They can take it to the highest court, though. I hope Minnesota so. yeah. Pollution Control Agency? Yeah, the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency. These are unelected people, and they're going to be determining how you commute. We will tell you. You mean the case in. from the uh, car dealers, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Scott yeah. Lambert and his group uh, put up the good fight and lost in court. Well, it's not the first time they lost, and they still have one more court to go, and they're mm-hmm. going to take it to that court. Well, I would think it would even upset the euphorians that these decisions are being made for you by people you haven't voted for. Yeah. What if you want to get better mileage? Then you'd drive a scooter from EcoFun. 
That's about 80 miles to the gallon. Would the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency have an issue with that? Bleep them. <laughs> Could I run into town with my scooter, though, and hook up my trailer carrying a snowmobile and drag it back home? Is no, that going to work for me? No, but EcoFund would set you up with a 4x4 that could do that. Oh. Yeah. EcoFund Motorsports in Forest Lake and Burnsville. I'm afraid the end of the year sale is done because we're past the end of the it's year. second. But it's still the great greatest prices in town on scooters that turn every urban errand into an adventure, electric golf carts, youth recreational equipment, 4x4s, great motorcycles, great service, helmets and apparel. Uh, I thank EcoFund. They've been with us from the beginning. They're in Forest Lake in a brand new store that opened last summer on Highway 97, just immediately west of Interstate 35 and down in Burnsville on the service road of life near County Road 42. They have, uh, you buy something now, they're still going to store it for you until spring. We've got a few more weeks to slug through here before we can break out the scooters. And what are they known for? The electric bikes. Mm-hmm. Bintelli electric bikes. Punxsutawney Phil says uh, six more weeks of winter. But don't worry, EcoFund Motorsports that's EcoFundMotorsports.com. EcoFund Motorsports in Burnsville and Forest Lake will store your purchase for you until spring. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Go well, I've got your Valentine gift right here, Romeo. It's a Liberty Safe. Made in the old U.S. of A. Best fire protection in the business. Transferable lifetime warranty. And courtesy of our guy Rich at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Professional delivery and installation. Here, honey, also, I got you a safe. Oh, are you kidding me? That would be the best gift I had ever received. <laughs> Love uh, he's got a big Valentine's Day, Day sale going on right now on select Colonial and USA safes by Liberty. Uh, these savings up to $300, lover boy. Never mind the flowers, the candy, a vacation. Give the gift of security, safety, and savings this Labor Day or this uh, Valentine's Day. Get your loved one a Liberty Safe, the gift that keeps on giving no matter what calamity comes your way. That crap in the safe, that's perfectly fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, you can find your Liberty Safe at Maple Grove Lock and Safe, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, and on the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. You have a uh, email you wish to share with the uh, I audience? have a very cool email addressed to me. Uh, Dear Kenny, I am Joe's sister. I was coming home from Ooh. Portland, Oregon, snaked through the TSA line, got to the guy looking at boarding passes, showed him my pass on my phone, and he told me my pass said I was a male. I was instructed to get out of the line, go back to the Delta desk to have it changed, and come back through the line again. Huh. I looked at the guy and said, what if I identify as a male? He said, do you want to? I said, if it means not going back to the Delta desk, then yes. He said, okay, done, boom. That was pretty cool. I told you it was a true story, and you doubted me. So when she approached the TSA at the podium, and he punched in, beep, beep, beep. Whatever. So it didn't say it on her boarding pass. It said it on her reservation. I guess. Okay, that makes more sense then. She showed him something on her phone. Because that would. Well, she probably had something. She's technologically advanced. Well, she's normal compared to But, I mean, when her reservation came up, it would say, you know, he would need to match the name with her ID, 
And then he would, oh, wait, you're not. Fellas, why is it always so pleasant hearing from Joe's uh, siblings? Well, why is it always so pleasant to be proven I was not lying? I I just, I love (laughs) hearing from all of your brother you know your two brothers and now one of your sisters this is awesome what's right and they're all they're all validating my genuineness paul and johnny and now uh allison so much more pleasant than uh joe yeah so much more you know (laughs) (laughs) well we have a little treat for you today oh uh kamala harris Uh, just a minute rook you get that ready while i set it up Uh, i think kelsey wanted us to play you this. mean to say the gift that keeps on giving she really is uh this is dated yesterday it's a fox news story of course because other news gathering institutions apparently find kamala very palatable and, and most people don't uh Vice President Harris created what many considered another awkward and uncomfortable public moment when speaking about space travel Tuesday, meaning (laughs) this past Tuesday. Harris took part in a Congressional Space Medal of Honor ceremony to honor former NASA astronauts Douglas Hurley and Robert Behnken. On behalf of President Biden, Harris commended the men for their experience, particularly their their mission aboard the first astronaut manned capsule in almost a decade, which she enthusiastically described. Here we go. (laughs) Which brings me to May 30th, 2020. Bob and Doug returned to the Kennedy Space Center. Bob and Doug. They suited up. They waved to their families. And they rode an elevator up nearly 20 stories. They strapped in to their seats and waited as the tanks beneath them filled with tens of thousands of gallons of fuel. And then they launched. (laughs) Yeah, they did. (laughs) Dear God. Millions of Americans watched that day. On the hills and sand dunes of Cape Canaveral, in living rooms, dorm rooms, classrooms, across our nation. Bathrooms. We watched Bob and Doug's rocket rise from the launch pad. E. We watched (laughs) climb into the sky and then disappear from our view. What the For hell? the first time in almost a decade, we witnessed American astronauts launch an American rocket from American soil. Originally designed by a Nazi. And for the first time in history, <laughs> we saw astronauts reach orbit in a capsule built and launched by the private sector. Okay. Wow. I would like to replay that, but my head would explode. That's a little golden book. Written yes. for five yes. years. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My little golden book about space. And then Does, what is funny about launching? She's just why is that a laugh line? She's nodding at someone. The whole time she I watched the video, the whole time she's giving these childish remarks, she's Almost uh, has to contain herself from yes. laughing. 
She's See, smiling broadly. Yeah. Sometimes without the benefit of video, to me, it sounds like she's about to burst into tears. Yeah. Well, I know what you mean. Her voice has that timbre. Kind of quaking almost. With her pacing, too, it almost sounds like she's trying to bust into song. You know, Rocket Man by Elton John, whatever it is. It, it's, wow. That's your VP, Joe. One heartbeat away. They strapped into their seats and waited as the tanks beneath them filled with tens of thousands of gallons of fuel. Well, first of all, I thought we weren't supposed to like fuel. Right. She was a little too happy about that. And then they launched. Yeah, they did. I think it's going to be a long, long time <laughs> till touchdown brings Break this around. round again. Yeah. You're literally going to see the craters on the moon with your own eyes. With your own eyes, I'm telling you, it's going to be unbelievable. The latest video followed a recent report from the Washington Post. Okay. That revealed some Democrats have begun questioning her basic political skills. Really? Wow. It took you this long, huh? <laughs> took you this long? Well, maybe they wanted to do their own thorough research. What an embarrassment to the extraordinary efforts that it takes to put people in space and to build rockets. And to have this moron stand there and talk to them quite literally like they're five years old. Play it again, Rook. Oh, oh, really? God. Come yeah. on. Yeah. No, Joe, no. Imagine. Imagine no. if these were electric rockets. Oh, no. please. If they Let's were electric not. rockets, they wouldn't make it 2,000 feet off the ground. Hello? Which brings me to May 30th, 2020. Bob and Doug returned to the Kennedy Space Center. They suited up. Oh. They waved to their families. And they rode an elevator up nearly 20 stories. Wow. They strapped in to their seats and waited as the tanks beneath them filled with tens of thousands of gallons of fuel. You can end it after launched. And then they launched. Wow. <laughs> well, okay. But don't you have to apply the same rule that you do with Hank Johnson? We need to go to her for everything. What is she? Who is writing for her? People that hate her. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, she's <laughs> backstabbing. It is true that she has burned through a lot of staff people. Is it? Yes. 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 I would yeah, want to work yeah. for her. Yeah. How could you work for this idiot? No. Question mark at the end of the I'm teleprompter. Asked, I am asked that all the time. Yeah. Beat, beat me to it, Matthew. <laughs> Thanks, Kenny. Sorry. I'm not. <laughs> Oh, sycophant. Sycophant. Anyway, good Lord in heaven. What, uh, well, what, hey, uh, what are you going to do? Uh, she's your VP and she's an idiot. <laughs> Is she the biggest idiot in Washington, though? That's the question. In Washington? Um, oh, come on. Because I'm thinking after what I read uh, from, uh, what's her name, Cortez? Hoofda. Well, that's a deep, deep competition. Well, you got you got uh, congenital liars, you got uh, deniers, you got uh, Nazi sympathizers, you got anti-Semites. Uh, 
Yeah, it's a hell of a group. We run it's the a long list. Just a hell of a group. Be fun to have a game show with all the big dummies on it, just to find out who's the dumbest of the dumb. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be. Yeah. Oh, I'd pay money to see that. Might we take a break and return with John? Put them all, put them all on Jeopardy. Yeah. Oh my God, that'd yeah. be so awesome! <laughs> Here it is, the first positive Thursday of the month already, and it's brought to us by SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. Mr. Mike Schoonover, part-time body shop owner, full-time construction supervisor. He's on the horn with us from Schoonover uh, up in Shoreview, 1060 County Road E, the North American Pond Hockey Championship on Lake Minnetonka starts February 9th, right out from uh, Maynard's. And this year's beneficiary is Play for Patrick, but that starts next Thursday. Mike is busy keeping customers happy today. How's it going, Mike? Busy? Huh? Getting anything done? It's huh? really busy. Huh? It was really quiet. Well, it was quiet here for customers and employees because we didn't have any employees here while the construction was taking place. But uh, And the construction workers are gone this week because it's too dang cold for them. So um, they'll be back here next week to finish off the roof and put up the remainder of the walls. So we are rocking and rolling. We are one day closer to uh, getting this thing finished up. I bet your shop is plum full right now. Bonnet to boot, isn't it? It is. We're, you know, we're, we're scheduling a, a ways out there, but, uh, you know, if there's GLers there that are in trouble, you know, their car can't drive or whatever, we, we do save space for those in need. Um, so we're kind of triaging customers. You know, if, if you got a minor fender bender and you can drive it and it doesn't, you know, it's not going to matter for a, a month or two or three, um, you know, we'll get you in then. But the folks that their, you know, front end is wiped out or, their glass is broken or something along those lines. We, we try to get those folks in sooner so that we can get them on the road sooner. Or if you need tires or a new windshield, right? You're going to get yeah, those taken absolutely. care of right away. Yeah. Uh, how's yeah. this pond hockey thing playing out? You uh, you getting, getting excited? Well, I talked to uh, uh, Jenny. She's the kind of the, head, the gal that heads it up a little bit. And she said everything is going well. So she's, I think... Uh, I think the concert uh, tickets, they might be sold out, uh, but uh, she said for people to come on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, because in the tent, if you uh, have, uh, you know, adult beverages or, or those types of things, all of those proceeds will go to the uh, Patrick's Foundation. So nice. um, it'll be, that'll be really cool. And then they all, they got really cool swag. They got neat hats and pond hockey stuff uh, for you to wear, which is really, really sharp. So, if uh, if GLers are in the in the mood for a little clothes shopping and stuff to keep you warm, because I know you were just complaining about winter, uh, <laughs> head over to Maynard's and buy some uh, pond hockey gear. And it all starts next Thursday, February 9th. Uh, any chance that you're going to strap up a, a pair of tacks and hit the ice? Well, it's funny you ask that because uh, my son Matthew wanted to play and he got it. He was too late for registration. We just got notification that a team bowed out, so. Uh, we're gonna have we're gonna have either him or me or his friends and him playing or oh, who knows. Oh, but uh, either oh. way, we'll be out there supporting the group. This, this is breaking news. Uh, I don't want you wafting here. No wishy washy. I want you to make a promise to the GLer that there's going to be a schoonover team and you're going to be sca- You're center, right? You're you're playing center, right? Huh? Well, there will be there will be a schoonover team uh, playing there. 
we don't know what we're going to call him yet. It might be a, the play for Patrick team, but uh, 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 it might be a bunch of uh, young men that are, you know, you know, under the age of 25, and those guys skate too fast for me. They can get up faster, too. It's amazing how fast they pop back off the ice. GLers, anything you need related to, oh, I don't know, pond hockey, heart screenings, automobiles, it's all yours at schoonoverbodyworks.com. Oh, yeah, and auto repair, too, glass, tires, bodywork, coil changes, Whatever it is, get a hold of Schoonover Body Works and they will get you hooked up. 80 years strong in Shoreview, always rated as one of the top shops in the metro, and Garage Logic's official body shop, SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, <laughs> sifting through the nuts That's and bolts of life, Joe Suchere. Uh, here's John Height. Why, thank you, Joe. Bloomington police say three adults were found dead in a truck that was parked in a business lot late Wednesday. According to police, it was parked in a lot on the northwest corner of France Avenue and 494. As of this time, police are not looking for anyone else who may be involved. A murder-suicide is suspected. No other details were immediately provided by police. However, an update is expected to be provided sometime today. John, there was some speculation Mm -hmm. they froze to death. Is that still the case? Uh, that I did not see. I'm oh, sorry. okay. I did not see that part. Wow, what a story, Jeepers. That sounds New Yorkish or Chicagoish. Yeah, right, it does. Yeah. From the Pioneer Press, a Ramsey County Sheriff's employee will care for a puppy thrown from a vehicle during a pursuit this week, according to the sheriff. The employee is already a dog owner and loves dogs, will serve as a foster mom while the dog heals and until a long-term determination of ownership is made. And according to Sheriff Bob Fletcher, on Monday night, as a sheriff's deputy pursued a driver who wouldn't stop, a 911 call came in. The caller reported that the vehicle the deputy was following had just been carjacked from a woman and she'd been shot in the incident. The sheriff's office later determined that 911 call was bogus and it came from the fleeing vehicle. One of the suspects at that point threw a dog out the window, which the sheriff said he thinks was intended as a diversion for law enforcement. As deputies pursued the vehicle, the suspects tried to carjack at gunpoint a person who pulled over to the side of the road. That carjacking thwarted by deputies. The suspects kept going, driving the wrong way on 694 in Arden Hills. The vehicle was traveling about 45 miles an hour when deputies saw a white object tossed out of a rear passenger door. Another vehicle struck it on the highway just before Snelling Avenue. Deputies later determined the white object was the puppy. They went out to search for him Tuesday morning. Following tracks, they found the dog hiding in the snow 50 yards from where he was thrown. Deputies took the pup to a vet where it was determined he will survive, but his leg was broken and he had some other injuries. The vehicle was stolen, but deputies think the dog belonged to one of the suspects who was in the vehicle. The dog is less than a year old. Uh, the vet bill should be around four grand. Sheriff's officer, yeah, are seeking to charge the person who threw the dog. But in the meantime, Ramsey County Sheriff's Foundation is fundraising to cover the cost. After the pursuit, two women from the vehicle were taken into custody. Two men who ran and allegedly carjacked two other vehicles had not been found as of yesterday. Well, I have a question. Why didn't the dog yes. freeze to death? Uh, that's a good question because temps did get below yeah. zero. That, well, that and the windshield was dreadful. He looked uh, okay looked in the picture. Okay. Well, he, looked, he looked hurt. But, he looked spooked. Well, he looked yeah. frightened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, question for you. Uh, do you have an address or a website where Joe can send a check? Yeah, let's see. It would be uh, RamseySheriffsFoundation.org. I, I can reach them, yeah. 
RamseySheriffsFoundation.org. That's nice of you. You, you know what? Money for the I, I know um, Sheriff Bob's listening right now. Just swing over to Joe's house. You know where he lives, yeah. Sheriff. Just He's swing over. over and let yourself in. That garage door is always open. Yeah. <laughs> uh, starting right about now, as we record this, the full Minnesota Senate is expected to vote on a bill that would require all of the state's energy to be carbon-free by 2040. <laughs> it's a plan Governor Walls included in his full budget proposal and is supported by DFL lawmakers. Lawmakers say it would make the state a leader in clean energy. The similar bill was passed in the House last week after it was debated on for more than seven hours. A similar bill passed in the House in 2021 but failed in the Senate. Meanwhile, Republicans in the Senate are planning to roll out their own energy bill this morning. They're calling it an A-plus energy plan or introducing the bill in opposition to what they're calling the Democrat blackout bill. You know what these idiots think? They hmm. think Minnesota has its own air. This is our air. and it, it never changes. This no. is our air. Right. So we're going to... Well, my... What you're going to do... Are you going to do anything about China or India? It, it, it's obvious that it's it's not going to work. You can't... You can't you that can't won't stop survive because they can't. Lay. Well, that's where I was going. Whose voice would they listen to? Obviously, not uh, mine. Well, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> well, the question uh, is, voters. who could voters. raise their hand and say, uh, "Hey, the folks, only way voters will freeze right, to death. and the voters put these morons in." The only way this is going to change is if the public finally wakes up, and looks around, well, figures out what's going around them, and votes these asshats out. I got news for all of you now that everyone's got a driver's license. Yeah, there's no Democrats are never going to lose another election. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that's the way I feel. And they you know. they think this is our air. Yeah. If you go to Wisconsin, that's different air. Oh no, they don't pay for it. <laughs> you go to Iowa, that's different air. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. you come to Minnesota, this is our air. Chunks they of must, soot. Yeah. They Chunks must get really soot. upset when the smoke from the wildfires blows in every spring. Huh? Yeah. That must drive them crazy. Republicans set to remove the Minnesota Democrat, and I always never know what to call her. I'm going to call her a leftist. How's that? Mm-hmm. Ilhan, uh, Ilhan Omar from well, I'd the call House. Her worse than that, but you're say, a charitable well, guy. I can't, I can't be, yeah, you know, from the House Foreign Affairs Committee today, a move ostensibly about her past remarks on Israel, but Democrats are charging. How about really, spiteful, hateful cur? Well, actually, I was going to say spite because that's what Democrats are saying. Yeah. It's more about spite from the Republicans and revenge for removals of far-right extremists in the last Congress. On Wednesday, Republican-controlled House-approved membership of committees by unanimous consent, but the Speaker, Kevin McCarthy, announced a vote to remove Omar today. Having won over members of his party who did not immediately approve the idea, McCarthy said he has enough votes to do so. Back in 2021... <laughs> Democrats removed Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia and Paul Gosar of Arizona from committees. Marjorie Taylor re- Greene is a spiteful, hateful cur. Mm-hmm. She's, uh, let me step off the news desk for yes. a minute and say, she's nuts. Oh, okay, yeah. now back on the news desk. <laughs> the two extremists were removed for aggressive and threatening behavior, including Gosar's dissemination. Well, you know what, let me step off again. Gosar's also nuts. Okay, back on <laughs> yeah, Gosar's yeah. dissemination of a video. Almost <laughs> a sounder. <laughs> I love the way John pretends that he does. He's trying to be neutral, right? Yeah, yeah it's GL, dude. You can, you know, you can. I can do anything I want. You're allowed to nuts. be whatever you want. I'm not free reign. Yeah. All right, yes. here we yes. go. Uh, Gosar, of course, put out that video that showed him attacking and killing Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, and uh, also menacing President Joe Biden. Gosar, at the time, was also censured. 
Can I, I've got to throw this Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez quote at, yes. at you. This is from AP. Uh, Representative Cortez took it one step further, saying the GOP's action was one of the disgusting legacies after 9-11, a reference to the September 11, 2001 attack, the targeting and racism against Muslim Americans throughout the United States of America. And this is an extension of that legacy. She also added, this is about targeting women of color. This has nothing to do with race. Well, she has her purpose. We don't know what it is. but It's because Omar hates all Jews. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. So we, we can accuse the Republicans and the, the right of hate and racism, but they will not accept it when it's thrown their way. I'm mm-hmm. trying to find who to give credit for the line, but someone had said, some in response to this story, some people got removed from some things. From some things. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty Russian. good. Russian President Vladimir Putin evoking the spirit of the Soviet army that defeated Nazi Germany forces at Stalingrad 80 years ago to declare that Russia would defeat a Ukraine that, in his words, is in the grip of a new incarnation of Nazism. In a fiery speech in Volgograd, known as Stalingrad until 1961, Putin lambasted Germany for helping to arm Ukraine and said not for the first time that he was ready to draw on Russia's entire arsenal, including nuclear weapons. Russian officials have been drawing parallels with the struggle against Nazis ever since Russian forces entered Ukraine almost a year ago. Ukraine, of course, uh, was part of the Soviet Union and suffered devastation at the hands of Hitler's forces. They reject those parallels as pretext for a war of imperial conquest. You know, you've got some national radio host types who say the end is near and you better lay in the supplies of water and medicine and... Sure. And... uh, I don't know. I just can't get there. I don't. I guess if the end is near, what 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 the hell do I care? Well, well, well what's it going to take to get you to get there? Well, what do I want to do? I want to live another month then, and then emerge into the uh, <laughs> dystopian dust of you destroyed can Earth. Roll right up to John Height's house, where yeah. he has promised us that he's going to grab a guitar, go out to the front step, and just strum his way to um, happiness. The, here, the here ever Euphoria. after. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't Putin sick, though? I thought he was not. We well, don't know anything about him because they're all sure liars. Hmm. Well, won't we know when you think the end is near? Because you'll crack the microphone and give us your Kardashian theory. I, that That's so far removed now. Oh, She's that's been, mere child's who, play now? Yeah. <laughs> who, here, who here among us is willing to fight for their life? I, I, any of you clowns? To what extent? If, if there's well, a give it a go. You have to define that. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I don't know. Run for the hills, stock up on toilet paper and water. No, I'm not willing to do that. Okay. Wait, you're the guy, Kenny, that says he's driving towards it. Uh, Well, that's in in the event of an earthquake or a volcano erupting in Yellowstone. Gotcha. Okay. Mm. Uh, Meanwhile, speaking of Ukraine, Boris Johnson has entered the Tucker Carlson conversation. Uh, he accused Carlson of infecting people's minds with bad ideas about what Vladimir Putin stands for. Uh, speaking on Wednesday during a panel discussion with the Atlantic Council, uh, former UK Prime Minister said, I've been amazed and horrified by how many people are frightened of a guy named Tucker Carlson. What is it with this guy? All these wonderful Republicans seem somehow intimidated by his perspective. Johnson's on a high-profile speaking tour of the U.S., 
He said, bad ideas are getting into, starting to infect the thinking around the world about what Putin stands for, what he believes in. It's a disaster. He stands for war, aggression, systematic murder, rape, and destruction. That's what he stands for. Both before and after Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Carlson has been accused of parroting Kremlin talking points. In fact, according to a leaked war memo from Russia back in March 2022, the Kremlin instructed Russian state media to feature Carlson much as possible because of his criticism of the U.S. and NATO's role in Ukraine. I just love my story of the sons of the guy who call him every night when Tucker's just going to start. They prearrange it's your turn. It's you got to call. So him. mean. And they, so he can't watch it. Yeah, yeah. They just drive him crazy. <laughs> How you doing? What's new? And oh, he goes, I, "Yeah, if everything's great, I got to go." Uh, no, Jimmy had no, a baseball I game. Tell you something here. <laughs> I love the needle. I love the needle. I love yeah. the needle. Oh, the needle's beautiful. <laughs> we, have, we have a concert announcement in the Twin Cities. Uh, Joan Jett keeps getting stuck with acts. I think she's much better than. Yeah, well, uh, no, thank no, you. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing against Brian Adams, Adams but uh, she's now uh, been stuck with Brian Adams on a tour. What? They, those, they will perform at the Excel Energy Center July 3rd. Tickets go on sale this Friday. No ticket prices publicized yet. Pre-sale options, though, have started with seats on the floor or in the lower bowl priced anywhere from $75 to $750. Uh, what? To see Not Joan seen... Jett? Well, and Brian Adams. Who's the headliner? Um, Take your pick. I think, yeah, I think it's one of those rotation things. I think one night would be. Well, when you get to that yeah, age, though, don't you want to play first? You can get yeah. to bed earlier. Yeah, get, to bed get to bed early. Get to get, so Tucker's going to be on soon. Yeah. <laughs> not not John, seated. This yeah, has I'm been sorry. a problem with Joan's entire career. Yeah, I agree. She's completely. always been completely. stuck on stinker bills. When I saw her at Parade Stadium in, I don't know, I think it was 83, uh, it was the Greg Kin Band, Lover Boy, and Quiet Riot, and Joan okay. Jett. I actually like Greg Kinn, but the rest of them so can go away. So a couple of years ago, I was talking to somebody about this, Kenny, and they basically said they're trying to get acts that aren't the same genre because they are, their effort is to try to sell more tickets. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, somebody that's a fan of Joan Jett might not I buy a ticket you. to Brian sure. Adams. You know, if only we knew a guy that knew a guy in, this, in the industry, right? we could book him. She was uh, here last year, and I, I hated this because I love Joan Jett, but she was with Motley Crue, Poison, and Def Leppard. Oh, God. No. No thanks, and now uh, now it's Brian Adams. So, uh, Such, weren't you good. seriously going to go to that show? Because you love the crew. I don't love the crew. I've tried to explain this to you a thousand times. <laughs> I like some of the noises they make. Bleepy I like the noises Mick Mars makes. Gotcha. That drummer. Oh, I'm not going to see him. Okay. Uh, Joe, that drummer. They did a movie about him and his uh, girlfriend uh, Pam Anderson. Yeah, I'm aware of that. Movie was out a year or so no, I'm ago. Aware of it. How did they yeah. steer his boat? Yeah. In the movie, he uh, he talks to his swimsuit area. Yeah. And the swimsuit really? area looks up at him and talks back and responds. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they you know, had a conversation. Well, that's the that's the movies for you. <laughs> yeah. He's got talent. Yeah. In Iran, I don't know. You could train those things to talk. Yeah. You don't want it because they'll never shut I up. Then. I can turn them to look at you, too. That's better weird. than having a talking frog, I'd isn't rather it? Read. I'd rather have a talking frog. <laughs> An Iranian couple, both you see social looking media. at its watch going, eh, it's been about uh, 10 years there, uh, pal. Uh, we're going to, you know, maybe, uh, maybe today. An Iranian couple, both social media influencers, have been wow. given lengthy prison sentences after... 
after a video emerged of them dancing in a Ooh. main square in Ooh, Tehran. John? Who's an dancing? Iranian couple. An Iranian oh, yeah, couple. were they wearing their head gear? <clears throat> no, they weren't wearing Oh, boy, gear. look out, the police That's, will come. This They did. That was the lead of the story. Oh, Charlie. I missed That's it. That's why they, they've been given lengthy prison sentences for dancing. What kind of dancing? They do the moonwalk? It's just a normal dance, Kenny. They're hugging what about that and, dance you know, that uh, Reavers boys do with the hands in front of them and know, then the hands you know, behind now them? This is a fairly serious story. And then behind you, them. You boneheads. Yeah, I, it is serious, John, and I'd like but to But that's it. fine. That's fine. They do the twist? You know, fascist forces at work, but what do you guys care? Yeah. From, <laughs> from, boy, I got a good shot I got in there. From the Yikes <laughs> Department. Musa Hasaya Kassara Yikes. So many children. How many, How many children? children does he have? He can't remember most of their names. Oh, that's too many. The Ugandan villager is struggling to provide for his vast family that he says includes 12 wives, 102 children, and 578 grandchildren. He, he's got what Jeez. they call them summer kids, huh, John? You you know, now summer here, enough. summer there. And let me guess, they're over oh, at sorry, his Chris. house. I walked on your punchline. They're over at his house every single day, aren't they? At first it was a joke, he said, but now it's problem. 68-year-old told AFP at his homestead in the village of Bugisa in Budalea District, a remote rural area of eastern Uganda, with his health failing and merely two acres of land for such a huge family, Two of my wives left because I couldn't afford the basics like food, education, and clothing. Mm. Asaya, who is currently unemployed but has become something of a tourist attraction in the village, <laughs> said his wives now take birth control to stop the family expanding further. It's too late. My, what if each one of those are, kids had a big wheel? That'd be a lot of noise. He's 68? A lot of noise. And he's, he's still... Yeah, you know that's correct. Huh? You know what his guy's saying to him? Let, let that's stop for a little bit. Yeah, here. They, take, take a time a out. Here. I love that yeah. the decision was Need made that self care. They needed to take the birth control. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. He he said, "quote My wives are on contraceptives, but I am not. I don't expect to have more children because I have learned from my irresponsible act of producing so many children that I can't look after." Messiah's brood lives largely in a rapidly dilapidating house, its corrugated iron roof rusting away, or in about two dozen grass-thatched mud huts that are nearby. What a nice Jeez. operation. Wow. But that married, society's as good as this country. Just married, the same. married his first wife in 1972 at a traditional ceremony. So that was what you were supposed to get from the last story, Joe, that the yeah. societies weren't really the same. Huh. But it's all right. No, I, I understand a, that. I, yeah, I, I know. This you is do. what they're learning in the failed academy. How many wives does he have now, even after the two le leaving? Well, he what did we ten. start with? We started with 12. Started 12, with 12, so now he's got 10. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ten's do you enough. even do you even notice the two are gone? No. 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 This all started when he was 17, when he married his first wife. Attracted by his then status as a big cattle trader and butcher, he said Did villagers were... Did you under there? He just kicked me in the shin. I didn't mean to. I was going to say, what does this moron do for a living? I think he's a running back for the Vikings. Oh. Cattle trader and butcher. And so oh, yeah. uh, he'd get offered daughters. People would say, hey, give me a cow, I'll give you my yeah, daughter. Yeah, it is. Child marriage was only banned in Uganda in 1995. While polygamy is allowed in well, the East African country. That's up to date. What? They only banned it in 1995. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Asaya's 102 children range in age from 10 to 50. His youngest wife at the moment is 
35. And they don't have indoor facilities. No. Mm -hmm. His his biggest challenge right now, I can only remember the name of my first first and last born. Some of my children, I can't recall their names. I have to ask them. Only his first and last? That's That's two names. Well, he's 68. That's the first thing to go. Getting up there. Maybe he should lay off the Viagra, huh? I think in his case, Rook, you're correct. It That's is the, the last thing, thing to go. go. Asaias says he can't even recall the names of some of his wives. Is this still the to... same story? Yep. It is, yeah. He has to consult one of his sons, a 30-year-old teacher. Who hey, what's Miles' name again? Family affairs. You can add that to your books. file. Yeah, I've never done that. <laughs> I still remember your name. Yeah. We'll go to another story. I think so. Cementing what's been in the works for months, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley will formally announce she's running for president. She'll seek the Republican nomination for the party's 2024 ticket. Various outlets reporting that. Uh, As you would expect, Donald Trump has some thoughts on that. Uh, He tweeted last night on Truth Social, or not, I guess you wouldn't call it tweeting on Truth Social. He posted on Truth Social, Nikki has to follow her heart, not her honor. honor. She would definitely run saying that she would support Trump. Remember earlier, he put a yeah. clip up of her saying she'd support Trump if he ran in 2024. So uh, he thinks <coughs> going against her honor there. And in Toronto, a robbery caught on some wild video. This is pretty cool, actually. Not cool that they robbed the place, but the stolen vehicle uh, wanted in the smash inside and grab robbery at Vaughn Mills Mall was found Wednesday afternoon after the release of the security footage. Here's what they did. It was a black 2011 Audi A4, and at 1 in the morning, the vehicle can be seen in a video driving through an empty parking lot, smashing right through the glass entrance of the mall. Uh, Then it just drove through the mall, stopping at stores where it wanted to grab stuff. Okay, hello? That's nutty. That's a pretty pretty weird story. So see, on the video, you can see the car driving through the mall. That's crazy. Stopping at the Calvin Klein store and grabbing drive through shopping. Yeah. Drive yeah, a little further. Really Drive, thank you, Kenny. Yeah. Thank you, Kenny. Uh, you got they, one more, John? I, well, that's the last one I got. I thought that was a pretty good well, one. That was pretty good. You're right, John. Apparently, I was, was incorrect. That was fantastic. It did drive out another door, and they haven't caught them yet. Oh, so. okay. Oh. Thank you very much. Whew. And uh, you can take this nice. break now. And do what with it? <laughs> For years, it's the final segment for you. <laughs> for us, the end of the world as we know it. Not getting paid tomorrow. Joe Sucheret. Too late. Turned in my time card. Speaking of the crackpots that run this country, Bernie Sanders. Oh, yeah. Remember him? Yep. Yeah. Well, he's 81 now, and he's got a new book called It's Okay to Be Against Capitalism. And he's charging... $95 a ticket to come and see him preview the book. On nice. Ticketmaster. <laughs> so that's uh, Is that the epitome of irony? It's uh, No, that's the epitome of hypocrisy. Okay. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> well, the idiot is the person that would go see him for 95 bucks. He's having an event at the, uh, at the Anthem, whatever that is, in Washington, D.C., March 1st. And uh, you get a copy of the book with the 95 bucks. Its critics are slamming the Vermont leader. He's not a leader. He's a turd. (laughs) For charging me any amount for the event about capitalism. In in addition to selling the tickets on Ticketmaster, 
despite Congress's criticism towards the monopoly last <laughs> week. He's a walking advertisement for why the left is full of BS. This is ridiculous. Fox News' Dana Perino said. Hmm. I don't know who she is. I don't either. I'm unfamiliar. Uh, it's his newest book. It's okay to be angry at, I think, whatever I said. It's okay to be angry at capitalism? At capitalism, yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's all I had on that. But who takes, does anyone take Bernie seriously? No. Oh, I He's, guarantee this will be a bestseller. He strikes me as the kind of guy that buys his underpants from Salvation Army. <laughs> They're all clapped out. No elastic. That would occur to you. No elastic take, left. Yeah, very interesting. Big holes in them. Permanent stains. Oh my God! I I think that you couldn't be more wrong. He is so hypocritical. He's got two beautiful homes, one on a lake. But didn't he have those really? And old I'm sure he buys. Mittens? Well, he had the bad mittens. I bet you he wears garters to hold up those socks, oh doesn't Lord. he? Yeah. I bet he buys his drawers at, uh, you know, Macy's or Lingenfeld. What's that store called? Nice store. I wonder store. how he looks. At, how's he looking at camisole? I, I, I bet not, not bad, you know, huh? Kenny yeah, raises an interesting point. What is Who that? Who is buying those what grunders at Salvation Army? I, are they? Do they sell grunders? Well, you walk by and you're thinking, well, you can get a value pack. Sometimes they put five or six of them together yeah, yeah, in a they, bag. They, they don't sell used underwear, do they? I got kicked I mean, out of slightly, slightly used. As a kid, I got kicked out of Salvation Army in Fergus Falls because I opened a drawer that said underwear, and it was full of used underwear. Oh, you should have watched And I started laughing so hard. <laughs> That they asked me to remove myself from the store. You know, used underwear wouldn't be all that bad because it's broken in. <laughs> yeah, okay. those all right. bobbers I, I have. know what to get you for your birthday. Wow. Yeah, Salvation Army underwear. Some slightly used chill boys. I got a, I got a few pairs <laughs> I can send your way. Boys? I think they're coming back this spring. Are they still I, around? Oh, yeah. Good. I just yeah. saw one of the guys at the airport. They got good drawers. He said hello. They, they have nice do. drawers. Yes. I love chill boys their are the long best. underwear. Yep, they got By some far nice the drawers. Best. I, wear them. I wear them every day. Speaking of politicians, Joe, this is breaking. Uh, President Biden has promised to replace retiring quarterback Tom Brady with a woman of color. Oh, I thought it would have been George Santos. It was the Babylon Bee. I see. This is sent by many. Only jewelers. because they come to us all the way from Marlowe Park. Swing and a miss. They're really not funny anymore. You're wrong. Yeah. Can I do this? Oh, what, Joe? Is it your show? That's right. Sorry. You wouldn't think so, would you, John? Sometimes trying, it's questionable. Trying too hard, Chris. I That's know. what they're doing. The. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> only said. because they come to us. Uh huh. All the way from Marloth Park. I feel like Joe's in Mumpumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Limans at WorldwideWaftage.com. See, most radio shows that do this day in history, they just do it because they don't know what else to do. Right. Yeah. We no, do it because they come to us from Africa. That's true. Got it. There's a reason. On this day in 1842, February 2nd. Newt Nelson was born in Evanger in the Voss district of Vestrin, Norway. <laughs> he would move to Alexandria in 1871, Kenny. And from 1893 to 1895, he would hold the state's highest office, serving as the first Scandinavian-born governor in U.S. history. See, we were into the first back then, I got too. You. I got you. You're talking Knut Nelson. Yeah. 
I think he runs a funeral parlor over there, doesn't he? After his stint as governor, Nelson served in the U.S. Senate, where he wrote bills creating the Departments of Commerce and Labor. He died on April 28, 1923. Hmm. On this day in 1846... Yeah, I wonder if I get back oh, with them. It's a hospice care center. <laughs> Stillwater and, and, replaced. And we say Canute, not Newt. Stillwater yeah. replaced Dakota as oh. the county seat of St. Croix County, Wisconsin Territory. Later annexed by Stillwater, Dakota had been the county seat for six years. Hmm. And on this day in 1910, in an important act of historical preservation, the Daughters of the American Revolution bought the Henry H. Sibley House in Mendota and converted it into a museum, which they maintained for over 80 years before transferring the title to the Minnesota Historical Society. Huh. Have they changed the name of it yet? I don't know. They will. And finally, on this day, and I think we have some controversy here. February 2nd. Love on this day in 1996, Ooh. and I thought we had this yesterday. But this is correct, though. Today's is correct. Minnesota's coldest temperature was recorded at Tower, a minimum extreme of 60 below zero that bests by one degree the previous scientifically measured low established in 1899. Is it possible it could have been both and it might have been no. an overnight temp? Nope. Oh. I checked both papers yesterday. And uh, this one is correct. It was on February 2nd. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. How yeah. accurate do you think the 1888 well, change in was 18, versus in 1899? They had a thermometer. You could hey, do uh, it. You do you, but them. don't we have better ones in 96? Um, Same thing. Um, Boone, Erickson, let's Hi, wrap gang, this up. This is Cannon for Country Hard Bread. <laughs> let's wrap this up. John, may I try one? I tell one? you, Boone was really yes, interested Chris. in tennis. He liked tennis. Yeah, you did. You told yeah, us that. I hear that. Fascinating. I, that. I really You should write a column that. about that. Today. There you go. Yeah, there's your column. Boone right loved tennis. Think, is Charlie still with us? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, he lost I Raj. I know that. Roger's not with us. I don't know about Boone. John, may I try one yeah. more on you just for fun? From sure. the Babylon Bee. Well, Puxatawney sure. Phil emerges from Burrow to let everyone know there are some documents marked classified down there. Nope. nope. They're just, they're just, no. You know nope. what? The B is faltering. Really? Yeah. It's it's not really you know why? It's not because funny. it's it's realistic. It's so real. That's used a to good be point. outrageous. They were put out of business. Like, well, you know, this can kind of happen. Yeah, See, I like, because the documents were marked classified. Thank you, GLers. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Charlie, uh, Charlie Boone died in... Yeah, sorry. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, 2015. 2015 we lost Charlie. November 20th. Well, that's we're going on in a sad note there, huh? Yeah, sorry, Okay, Charlie. Oli and Lena. <laughs> you know, what day, what day, life was Axel. Clone Charlie. Noted. He lost a kid. Yeah, all kinds Gotcha. Hey, go ahead and turn your mic off, Joe. But don't tell me he wasn't getting along with that nurse. Okay. Yeah. We'll see you We're tomorrow, friend. You know, I was on that show once. <laughs> We're going to get him back to the okay, group pal. home. Uh, it's puzzle day, so you take he wants your to be ready today? No, I, you know, definitely, definitely, you know what I like to play? Hocus what? Focus. Hocus Focus? Yeah, where you get the two yeah. cartoon panels, you find the six differences between Dad, the two. Uh, oh, Dad, Lord. you got to take your medicine. You forgot again have any. today. I'll see you there. Oh, Hocus Focus. Pod MN for your smartphone needs. Check out our... Uh, 
YouTube page and I was subscribe write to Garage Logic because I think some of the differences are so slight for the town council. I'm GarageLogic.com. You won't be disappointed. Yeah, like you we might disappointed actually. you today. <laughs> what if we can get that online? Hocus Focus, huh? Oh, I love Hocus yeah. Focus. Time once again to check in with Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Now's the time for you to check in with Mr. Money Talk yourself. So pick up that phone, make that call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You call that number, you get Josh. And you're always going to get straight talk. You're never going to get sugar-coated advice. And Josh is on the line with us once again here in Garage Logic. And boy, Josh, where to begin? But you would like to touch on earnings, the Fed, and you had yourself a big day, didn't you? Well, I'm going to. Today is a big day. I'll say yesterday was a pretty big reversal in the indices after Fed Chairman Powell completed his press conference on the Fed's decision on interest rates. We had it over a 500-point interday swing in the Dow Jones and a huge swing in NASDAQ that continued up in after-hours trading and even this morning on the back of earnings from Meta, also known as Facebook. The Fed continued to raise interest rates and as expected by 98% of the surveyed uh, economists, the Fed raised their rate another 25 basis points and in all likelihood will continue to do another 25 basis points for several meetings before, I believe, pausing to see the effects of what they have done. There was plenty of talk that the Fed is not yet sufficiently restrictive with their interest rate and tight money policy, but the Fed was seeing signs of disinflation, particularly in commodity-led prices. Oh, my goodness. I've been, we'll say, railing about that for many months because in real time, you could see commodity prices and goods prices continuing to fall since last May. Fed is always looking at past data, not future data. Fed Chairman Powell did stress the word disinflation several times, but still saw a very strong labor market, and the Fed would like to see a weaker labor market before taking their pedal uh, or their foot off the gas pedal in terms of interest rates. Me, I think it's great that more people are working and more people are making money and even more money that gives them more of a chance to save, invest and spend all positives to keep the economy growing. I'm more of a growth guy in that regard than let's stop spending and let's uh, curtail. Let's have consumers curtail what they're doing. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Meantime, on the earnings front, as I mentioned, Meta, Beat, we'll say top line, bottom line. They got a big boost from Facebook. They showed that their Reels division is starting to gain gain some traction. And uh, having cut staff already, they did get a boost for that. Plus, they instituted a $40 billion share buyback and cut their CapEx spending. The market took that very positively and said, oh, the folks at Meta, or Facebook are finally acting like adults in the world. And that gave Meta a big, big boost. 
and help bring up the rest of the leadership in NASDAQ. Uh, we had the other day advanced micro devices. I'm not going to say surprised on the upside, but did, did not do as bad as had been thought. They saw strength in several of their divisions, notably uh, data centers, and also saw or they believe they saw a bottoming process in the work for PC demand. Advanced micro devices had a nice boost and that has helped, we'll say, the semiconductor complex, including Taiwan Semiconductor, Micron, and NVIDIA. NVIDIA has gotten a, a nice boost in the past on gaming and on cryptocurrency, now on using the same chips for artificial intelligence. NVIDIA, in terms of the semiconductors, is very expensive on a price-to-sales basis and a price-to-earnings basis, but is still the leader. I tend to prefer AMD in that regard, less expensive commodity and probably eh, a little less volatile with that, although I am very low in the semiconductor space. Coming up tonight, it's Apple and Amazon, Starbucks and Google and Ford reporting earnings all after the bell. Apple, Amazon, and Google are up ahead of the results after the nice report from Meta. And the thinking is that these companies are going to report not so bad earnings. will show some cost cutting coming on and questions will be about their guidance going forward. I have always said, do be prepared for plenty of volatility during the earnings call and into tomorrow. Very good advice, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up that phone and make that call for that free 48-minute financial consultation. Just call 952-925-5608, where you're always going to get straight talk and you're never going to get sugar-coated advice. Josh, once again, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. You got it. Thank you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.